Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm Ellie, playing Archie. I'm Aaron, playing Sam Faluge. This is Jeff, playing Jer Lang. This is Johnny, playing Chime North. And this is Jeremy, playing Julian Illips. And I'm Jordan, and I am the Dungeon Meowster. Or at least that's what my shirt says today. (laughs) Game Master. So, previously, when we left off, things were going down. Apparently, uh, yep, down the mountain. Apparently, Archie was having a bit of a meltdown. Had to be iced. Someone found out that there was a poisoning attempt. That Katari was being poisoned. But we have more pressing things to deal with. (laughs) (laughs) Deflection. (laughs) But, But seriously, like every time there's been a big reveal, we've always had something else come up. That has kind of really taken it off of... It's like, this happened. What are we going to do about... No! This! <laughs> oh, dear God, no! So what do you want to do? Well, we were talking and something needs... There needs to be some sort of exchange of information about what just happened. Because uh, that's not something you just say, eh, alright, let's pack up and leave. And no one says anything about it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Chuck what you found. Uh, well, I think that was Julian's con- contemplation we talked about last time that Julian is actually considered not telling or suggesting that no one tells Chime. Well, Julian hasn't revealed what he's he's found yet. So, that, I think it would be a good place to pick up is right after the... The icing. So, the body of Archie is powered down. Surrounding Bear is holding... The elemental and its housing, and you want to pick up there? Sounds good to me. What does Bear do with it after he? Well, Sarani was the one that was actually acting. Bearani. Act, yes. Acting, yes. What is done with the core after it is removed? Is Sarani Bear just holding it? Because Julian would probably shout out to freeze the core. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. But he wouldn't just tell them to freeze it if Bear's holding it. So Bear's holding it, and he kneels down and actually, like, scoops out a quick divot from the snow and, like, nests it in there. Okay. And then Julian is going to, um, addressing both Sam and Jer, point at it, and it's like, a thick wall of ice around that thing. We need it. All right. Yeah. Not as good as I wanted it to be. 14. 21. We'll go ahead and allow it to be frozen. There's a lot of available water, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it's not a terribly hard job at the moment. 
Uh, do you do you want me to keep that in my pack? I have a place to put it. No, Julian wants to leave it. No, <laughs> Julian's going to take it. And actually, when you say that, Julian's going to walk up to it and just motion. He's not going to say anything. He's motioning to Jer and Sam just to for both of them to come close. Kind of right. like huddle up around this thing and we need to have this discussion. Okay. And Julian, obviously, again, hush tones, not speaking out like loudly. He's like, I figured out what the problem is with Archie's elemental. It's an elemental we have, the three of us, have encountered before. Which one? Yeah, we have encountered quite a few fire elementals. No, the three of us, specifically, in the sewers. Oh. This is Jules Elemental. Well, that's something to think about. That's something that's a lot more scary than it should be. It's intriguing. How did it end up there? How did it end up in Archie? Well, we found Archie in the Black House. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where the council was. Right? So you think, you think Archie's council? No. I think... Out of game real quick. Uh, who, who's, who was in the room when we saw them trying to force the elemental into... I think that was just no. Arch. That was, that was a flashback. <clears> that <throat> oh, was a flashback? There was another scene where they were trying to force an elemental into Crom Delby, and that was only Sam. Okay. Right before Sam killed Crom Delby. Okay. But the flashback where we saw them putting the Cholage elemental into Archie was just a flashback... Yeah, was I, for the audience reveal. It was I was, awesome I was thinking about the uh, the Crom Delby part. Well, then they probably did it the same way they were trying to force whatever elemental into Crom Delby. We already heard that Sarani say the elemental that was in Archie was put there. It wasn't the original one. That it was replaced. So the elemental wasn't meant for Archie. So I'm assuming... Only that was done in the Black House at some time before we met Archie. Right. Reasonable assumption. So what do we do about it? Well, we keep, we keep it on ice until we know what we're doing. First thing. Julian's going to tilt his head and look at Sam. Or we find out a way to kill an elemental. Again, you say that Shade says it can't be done. But I think that Shade just protected himself. I trust Shade. I know you do. 100%. With my life. You tr- Well, obviously. With- <laughs> you have to. You have no choice at this point. <laughs> With your lives. Jerry's just sort of gonna, like, go, like, flat-faced, <clears throat> stone-faced, and just give him this sideward look of, you've got to be kidding me. Shade has not been... 100% honest all the time. And yes, you've made this point before. Who is? <laughs> no one is. But this could be something that Shade could just not want to reveal. So, Understandably. So what do you want to do? Torture him? No. Well, so how are you going to force him to tell you something that he doesn't want to tell you? Just to let you know, I could. But I'm choosing not to because... 
of for the sake of cooperation. Go ahead and roll for shit. Wait, you can do that? Yes, I can make an elemental tell me what I want it to tell me. What? Huh. I thought you could just talk to them and right? Isn't that apparently how that works? see them. <laughs> we have avoided this <laughs> for, like, sessions. This is why the two-step verification <laughs> was in place. <laughs> to be sure that Jordan didn't have control of Shade. He just said that he could force me to talk. Do you hear this? Well, of course I hear it. How much of a threat do you think he actually is? I don't. Why? I I feel threatened. I know you feel threatened. You always feel threatened. <laughs> but, look at it. Do you really think I couldn't stop him if he tried? Well, I think you should stop him from even trying now. That doesn't make sense. Why? Because we need them still. No, we don't. You told me we did! Well, now we're at the preserve. We can do this ourselves. Do what ourselves? That's a good question. No, we still need that. No. Shade, you're in one of your moods. No, I'm not. I do not like having a threat near me. Okay, we'll take care of it. Now! And underneath the conversation, you hear Julian Tajer's like, and I'm sure it doesn't take an investigator to know now that Sam is now arguing with Shade. <laughs> I would imagine this is going pretty quick. Yeah, pretty like, you quick. might not even... Yeah. Well, I mean, there there obviously was would have been a pause in the car. Cause yes, Julian yeah. and we're Sam having the conversation. conversation. And then all of a sudden... There's a slight pause. There's a slight pause. Okay, I'll take care of it. <laughs> he still says he doesn't know. Back to Julian. I'm sure he says he doesn't know. So we're a day away from the Animal Preserve. They probably have the information. And might be well, more willing to help with this. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm very interested to find out what they their plan is to deal with the rift in elemental classes, if you will. They're probably more aware of it than than we are than any of us. Yeah, since this is all new information to all of us in yeah. the past month. All of us to include. Yes, so, to include Shade. Okay. <laughs> but the reason for this sort of exclusive huddle. I'm not so sure Chime should know this bit of information. That Choler is an fire elemental. I mean, in the past week or so, he's made significant strides overcoming and improving himself. Yeah. Not just being a tag along, being actual useful but the contributor. Sooner, the sooner he knows, though, the sooner he'll deal with it. We may deal, not want him to deal with it yet. Deal with it or revert back to where he was before? That's a good question. I, I think we should wait until we're in the animal preserve and they've dealt with whatever's wrong before we reveal this information. At least know what the plan is. I will agree reluctantly. I think keeping information away from people in the group tends to be dangerous. Big information. Yes, it does, Shane. Yes. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does, Shane. Yes. And I know Shade can hear me right now. Right. Well, this is fun. Shade says, yes. And I have to take your word for that. Always. Until you feel like no. Well, you two are continuing 
to discuss this. I'm gonna go check on Katari and see what's up with Chime. So I would imagine, Chime, you've been splitting your time mostly between the dogs and Katari at this point, but yeah. we'll say for convenience sake that you're tending to Katari at the moment. I mean, this has been like a matter of minutes. Yes. Yeah. All right. You're going to go check on them? Yeah. Okay. It's mostly just a way to leave the conversation. Okay. <laughs> so you're feeling a little... Jerry's feeling a little uncomfortable with the conversation at the moment. Just a smidge, because he can't hear all three sides of it. And he's already made up his decision to keep Chime in the dark for now. How far away were, was all this happening from the tent? Like, was well, it right, was, out, right outside the tent? Or? It was the igloo. Igloo, whatever. Um, Julian was right outside, and then Sam and Jer were dragging Archie away. And I'm assuming yeah, it was... Yeah, just a safe distance away. Like, it was... Yeah. Like, 15, 20 feet, the most. Okay, so I could hear shouting and stuff. You knew basically what was going on, except for our little side conversation. So you walk in? Yeah. So what's going on out there exactly? Well, we took out the core from Archie. What do you mean took out the core? The part of Archie that runs Archie. So you just killed Archie? Mm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say not necessarily, but honestly I have no idea. Okay, that's fair. I need one of these. Jordan <laughs> <laughs> said you're supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't know what happened last session. <laughs> so why did you just uh, kill Archie? Because the conflicting elementals were getting out of control and fighting each other too much. Wow. So that's what all that noise was about. Yeah. Okay, then. Are we... Getting ready to move? we got to find a way to, to carry an android body now as well as... Well, as long as it's uh, snow all the way to the animal preserve, we still have the sled here. It's not. You can already tell it's a lot thinner here than it was just a day ago. Shame we can't manufacture some wheels. I mean, as the GM, one, one option is to like have somebody... Freezing a path of mm-hmm. ice in front of a sledge. Can we float the body? Like on air? Cushion of air. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. original thing that we had for Katari did have wheels. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been modified, so I don't know if all that. <laughs> did you keep the wheels, or did you say goodbye, Bill, and slap well, the donkey on? I it. turned it into a sled. <laughs> I don't know how. I just did. You were no rod. Uh, you rolling one of your new dice? Yes. I'm going to go with even. Odd. So, I, I just got a new Kickstarter in the mail this week. I was very happy to see them. Uh, it's a new set of, of dice. D12s that go from one to six twice. So I'm giving those a try today. And so far I like how they roll. I think that you were you were hoping that you wouldn't need wheels at this point in the journey. Yeah. So you probably just left those behind. They took the axles from the wheels to make the tr- tracks for the sleds. Yeah. I, we'll, we'll get there. We're only a day out. Yeah. From what we can tell. 
So this core, how big a core is this thing? Like size of a watermelon, the size of a fist. <laughs> so from tip to tip, not in terms of looks like a foot girth. It was about the length of a of a regular. Because I saw the same thing that you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a football. A football on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. About that size. Well, let's uh get going. You said we're only a day out, right? So let's get going. We're heading there to solve these androids' problems, right? And to help Katari out. Yep. All right, I'm going to go outside the igloo and talk to Bear. Julian is talking to Bear at the moment. Right, yes. Yeah. When you come out of the igloo, oh boy, <laughs> you can see Sam leaning against the side of it. Let's go ahead and have this conversation between Bear and Julian. Because we had already set that up as something that was going to happen after. While, while the, yes, okay. Gare was inside. Oh, yes. So this is kind of something that's happening simultaneously to chime in Jer's conversation. So, knowing that it was Sarani, Julian's going to go up and be like, Sarani, are you, are you still Sarani or is Bear back in control now? I think Bear needs to, Bear doesn't have the capacity to handle it right now. What does that what does that mean? I'm sorry. Okay. I got I got that much. We can come back to what that actually means later because this is more pressing. What do we just do? Is this repairable? Is this permanent? No, it's not permanent. This is repairable. Now the chassis as you put it before, or Archie, the android body, wasn't built for this elemental. Correct. So it has been, at some point, was replaced. Correct. You, how do, how do you, you know that? Do you know that is the case for what's in Bear's chassis now? Because we picked them up from the same place. Where's the cylinder? Man, he has it right here. It's like, turn it around. He turns it around. Do you see that line down the side? That's not supposed to be there. It was cut into. Okay. So it's something physical that you could see being an android even before it was removed. That's the final proof. Okay. Because there's also the interactions with the programming. That model is not meant for fire. But Bear's model is meant for Earth. Mm. Yes. Any other signs that Bear's might have been replaced? No, it wasn't replaced. You're Going over the coding. Okay. Take me to Archie. So they go over. Bear opens the port. Plugs in. Ellie, even or odd? Even. Odd. The coding shows that the change happened shortly before the Black House. Okay. So up until a certain point... What probably happened was the council identified Archie as a sleeper agent, pulled them, and replaced the water elemental. The water elemental could be a prisoner somewhere in Consiglio. They could be dead. The elemental could be dead? Everything has a life course. <laughs> you see Julian, like, grit his teeth a little bit. <laughs> Why? What's... Oh, some elementals... Are making the claim that they can't die. 
Which I, I don't fully mortality, believe. Mortality is something that's not valued by the young. Uh, understandable. I, I just saying, I didn't believe it, but hearing it come from someplace other than me. Well, and there's also philosophical differences. If you can jump from body to body and take over someone else's will, then you think that you're immortal. Yes. All this just to clarify that Bear is actually intact and sound and grounded. I mean, he, 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 we need to get to the preserve sooner rather than later because the overload of two operating systems is wearing on him. Understandable. But in terms of elementals, he's still intact. Okay. All right. So we're going to pack up. And surprisingly, the smallest bear is now the strongest. So we've got this large metal body. Mighty Mouse! That needs to be carried. Is that something that you can handle? We've got another body to carry as well. Where we go again? We're always carrying a body. Always. Always. <laughs> There's an episode title for you. <laughs> I think that was the episode title on Angel's Guard. I think I can handle it. All right. Good. John grabs the cylinder, turns around, and heads back into the... And I'm heading out. Igloo <laughs> to go back up. So the two of you, both of you, can see... Sam leaning against the wall of the uh, igloo with a knife, kind of fiddling with the knife and muttering to themselves and staring daggers at Julian. That's not an ominous at all. Yeah. I walk up to Bear. <laughs> Julian walks right past, just nods, chime. He goes right straight into the igloo. He knew he's going to go up to Jerry. So, yeah. switch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that, uh, what's your name, is a charger bear, so. Yes. Nobody said that to me. So I go up to bear. Bear. This is Sarani. Okay. Sarani. Yes. So that's probably a good thing, because you seem to know more than bear anyways. What do you know about the animal preserve, and what kind of defenses do they have? I know that standard army protocol for a base camp would be have a patrol out set away from it a ways to give warning of uh, intruders. Is there something like that with the animal preserve? Do we have to be on the lookout? We have eyes in the sky. Okay. How far out do they patrol? Do you know? Would they have noticed us already? I mean, we've already, we're already in their perimeter. Okay, then. Good to know. Should we be worried? No, they haven't approached us yet, unless I... There's some something happened that I don't know about. But since we are within the perimeter, we should be wary of anything at this point, correct? I have the passcodes, so things should be fine. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you. I had to uh, back into the igloo find Julian. Okay. And Julian's see, talking to Jer. See Julian talking to Jer. Uh, Jer uh, Julian's going to be very brief. Be talking to Jer, and then he's going to get immediately to packing up. Jer, we need to pack up. We need to leave right now. We need to get to this animal preserve because he pats the cylinder, coated in ice. It's like this needs to be taken care of and gotten rid of right away. Wow. And he points down at Katari and says, 
you or I are in her presence from now until this is resolved. Agreed. And he's going to say, do you remember when we first met, you came into my apartment? Yes. And I knew immediately that you were a proxy. Yes. Because I can charge an item and sense when an elemental passes through that barrier. Okay. Let's do this around the slip. All right. Julian, he, I guess he could have done this by himself, but he hasn't tried to do this by himself before, so he, he's going to just do that with help, and it's going to take all of the elements, so he digs out some of the snow, so they're standing in earth, pours water into their hands, lights the fire, and it's going to say breathe out on the count of three. All right. One, two, three. Rolling willpower. And I definitely got it. Because I needed a 9. And I got a 21, 22. Alright. Fair enough. So, around that sled, if an elemental breaches that bubble or whatever, Julian automatically knows it. And can have the general state of mind of that elemental for clarity's sake yes is it you are charging the sled itself yes okay so it's like the boundaries of the sled yes he would also know if katari leaves since she has an elemental Mm. if any elemental that breaks that barrier crosses the barrier so not any not just any elemental contained within a body true Okay, just wanted to make sure. True. Any elemental. Any elemental. So, a wild elemental could cross it and set it off. A wild elemental appears. <laughs> I mean, but since he's charging a specific <laughs> item, it's obviously like when he did it with his door frame. Right. I mean, it was just like, sort of like how you described every being having sort of an aura or their, their own like Faraday cage type thing that surrounds their being. I mean, it's like within inches of that. Right. Same thing, yeah. within inches of that sled. So, for instance, JR walking by the sled is not going to set it off. Mm-hmm. But JR reaching into the sled will. I think we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll see what happens next. Hey, Mets, have you ever read Dragonlance? Dragonlance, that sounds familiar. Well, it was a it was a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah. That they turned into a book. Okay. And here's the crazy part, though. Let, let me just pitch this to you, all right? The narrator of the book is actually unreliable. He's spinning us one story while trying to tell another, and you have to kind of piece together from contextual clues or missing information exactly what's going on. It's really, really deep and really, really cool. Really? No, I'm just kidding. It's about an annoying gnome. So it's more like my life. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have better novels than that to analyze on Alzebo's Soup, where we literally become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Devouring brains, of course, means reading books. And, and over at Alzebo's Soup, we dive deep into some of our favorite novels, especially those by famed author Gene Wolfe. If you're interested, please come check us out. We're online at alzebosoup.libsyn.com or on any of your favorite podcast hosting services. I'm sorry if I offended any Dragonlance listeners. No, you're not. And we are back. 
So, I wanted to go find Julian. You wanted to go find Julian? Yes. I walked in the igloo. Oh, wait, one moment. Julian. Mm -hmm. Yes. How long does the effect last? 24 hours? Until it's broken. Until someone sets it off? And then he has to redo it again. Oh, I thought it was permanent. No, he has to do it. He has to set it each time. Oh. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so we have to send it each time I go to Yeller? Yeah. If you got to break that barrier, yeah. Well. Yeah, I got to. It's a touch spot. Okay. Oh. Uh, I mean, but Julian will know. He needs to reset. It's not right, like something right, you can Oh, it just wore off. Julian doesn't know. It's like, no, he'll get a notification yeah. as soon as he needs to redo it. That yeah. pop up will show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yes. So I Julie, walk in and you're touching the sled or whatever. I yeah. think since it would have been, been brief, Julie, probably just finished it and then you see Julian just start packing. Yeah. Right. You see him stuffing the cylinder into his bag. Julian. Chime. How far away can you sense elementals? Uh, depends. Because according to Sarani, we are already within the uh, uh, guard perimeter of the preserve. Okay. And I just want to make sure that, you know, if we're being watched, I'd like to know. She said that they have eyes in the sky. So I would assume that means air elementals. Okay. I mean, we discussed before, there are wild elementals, I and mean, we've seen them, yeah, and some yeah. of them all around, so, I mean, it's... So you don't think it'd be worth it? Uh, I I don't at, the, at this point. Okay. I mean, it'd be hard to determine. And Julian pauses. Yeah, and you see him thinking, I mean, uh, I might be able to tell, but I'm not 100% sure. But generally speaking, be able to say, oh, yeah, there's elementals around. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. They're doing anything like spying on a certain. They're just there. That's fair. So we pack it up to go. Yes. All right. I start letting him packing everything up. Mm -hmm. And Julian's gonna take charge of the slid. And as soon as it's ready, he's gonna be like, "All right, preserve's that way. I'm heading out." All right. Come on, Sam. Got your stuff. Already got it. Alright. Yeah, I had whatever bags are left, I bundled them up onto the sled, so. Barry, you got Archie? Mm hmm. So, as you are traveling, you, you do see, like, more signs of life um, from small woodland creatures that, that are, are moving around and jumping from tree to tree to um, flowers that are starting to grow. Which is something that you would never have thought to see outside of a dome. Yeah, I was going to add, like, how, how familiar, like, Chime's never left Consiglio before. Right. You know, how familiar would he be with some of, like, these woodland creatures? I mean, we've assembled there are some wild animals inside the, the dome. I'm Ducks and stray cats and stuff. I but, imagine that the creatures Julian are seeing, is seeing he has no experience with them before, because Julian has never left the tundra. Yeah. This is like... So something, like, that would have... More like this diverse Squirrels. ecosystem is probably Squirrels. something we've never seen before. I mean, even though it's not frozen tundra, it's still not yeah hot. Right. Yeah, right. it's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But it it's getting greener and lusher as you go along, and uh, the the change is rather stark. This is all happening within like a day. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So so it's like there's an artificial heat source. Maybe. In fact, as you go along, you you see like steaming 
creeks and, uh, and rivers that you have, you have to ford every once in a while. Not a big deal. You also see um, that there are open lava flows. Oh. Hmm. Wow. The and, ring of fire on this planet is in the along the equator. Well, Sarani so explains as you're walking by that they actually have created artificial lava flows to help provide heat. Very intelligent. So a lot of the heat that everybody's experiencing is, is geothermal. So it's very rare for earth elementals to leave the animal preserve because this is a rather important part of mm-hmm. society, but they do from time to time. So bear must have been pretty important for him to leave. So eventually you come to a mountain. Remember at the end of last season how we were talking about the, the waterfalls and so there's got to be rocky mountainous areas for waterfalls and stuff like that. So you're starting to see some diversity in geography that you wouldn't have expected. Small hills, valleys, waterfalls, running water. The air smells different. Like you've never smelled air that ha- has been influenced by pollen before. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> all of us are allergic. <laughs> we would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Our immune systems wouldn't help handle it. Jared's, some, Jared's some, might not be. Yeah. <laughs> As you're continuing on, you do start to see signs of life. Not just animal life, obviously, but you do see a mixture of a- androids and humans. Does androids look different than we can tell them apart as androids? Some of them do. Some of them have, like, green skin. And still nobody's approached us. No. They seem to be keeping their distance. It's interesting because you see some repeat models. So somebody will walk by and then you can see the five exact minutes same. later the exact same person walks by. In different clothes. Deja vu. In fact, you see some bear models. We literally recognize it because we don't. bear doesn't have a face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, see some, some child-sized models. You see some archies. You do see some archies. I assume bears leading the way. Yes. And that's probably why you haven't been accosted. Yeah. <laughs> what random strangers are you? But you can definitely tell that Archie and Bear have been modified to fit in more with humans that are not used to anger. And so you all move further into town. You wind up in the temple where Archie was essentially commissioned, for lack of a better word. As you're going on, Sarani, Bearani. She stops at like a, a, a terminal with a keyboard and she types a quick message in there and uh, pushes a button and turns to you all and says, I just sent for some medical help. And so when you arrive at the, at the temple, there is actually a group of android paramedics, for lack of a better term, that are there. They take Archie and they're like, we're going to go ahead and run diagnosis and see what we can do. What about our friend here who's suffering from multiple... You said you had some doctors that can treat elementals. The canister? No. No, no, you did. no the no. canister is oh, not out. Katari. That's more a private discussion. Yeah, that's okay. We do have some human doctors as well. We can go ahead and take them. Take her as well. All right, I'll be joining you. I'm a healer. If I can learn, I will. And... Do you have a place we could 
stay for the night and sleep in real beds? Yes, please. I say pansies over my shoulder. <laughs> Come with us. The laying on of healing hands is always appropriate. Alright. And yes, we do have quarters available for the rare and infrequent travelers that we receive. If you guys want to give me stuff, I'll get our stuff into, uh, into separate quarters. Yeah, I'll assist. That'd be great. Then. So running is still there. Bear, bear running is still yes. there. Yes. For the moment. There's not much more time that... Well, yes. Yes. And then Julian's going to say, before that, I have any motions to his pack this other item that needs to be taken care of as well. So, is there someone can take me to a place where that can happen? I'll take that, Sarani says. Um, I would like to accompany. All right, but you might not be able to go in. Why not? There's certain things that are private. And using this line as just a segue to exit the scene. Yes. He's like, all right, yeah, we need to discuss that on the way. Fair enough. All right, I'm going with the healers that are taking Katari. And yet we split the group again. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Katari and Archie are being taken off by that. So Jerry's not going with you. No. no. Jerry's going with Katari and Katari. Okay. Yeah, I want to learn how to heal the elemental issues. And I want to learn how to kill the elemental issues. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys give Chime and Sam your bags to take to the rooms? No. Okay. Julian yes. has his bag. We just you took did. whatever was on, yes. the, uh, on the sled, I assume, which would be everything. Julian, Julian has bag. all of his stuff. As would be Julian's want. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm saying. We took everything on the sled, which is everything except for Julian's bag. Jared just had supplies, so it didn't matter. Yep. And you have the dogs. Yes. I just gave the dogs over to the android. <laughs> <laughs> You're an android. Huh. Wait till I wake up. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go with the healers first. Yes. So, Jer. Yes. You. Yes. Katari. Yes. Healers. Yes. And Archie. Yes. All go into a building. Okay. Walk into a bar. <laughs> you walk into a bar. Your head hurts. Shouldn't roll, have hit it. Roll physique. <laughs> You're single dust. 40d damage, Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Had some good deeds in that bar. <laughs> it was only around for two episodes. <laughs> but we'll never forget it. No. So, they split... Uh, some of the healers take you and Katari mm-hmm. to. They they have like pictographs for like a lot of uh, signage. Okay. So like there's a pictograph of like a physical body like of humans. Yeah. Representing to like several different kinds of humans, and then there's a pit- pictograph that is elementals, mm-hmm. and then one that looks like a skeleton. Okay. Yes. So they take... Ask what the skeleton one means. Well, that's for the android's endoskeleton. Okay. And it's actually made out of, like, metal, like, inlaid into it. The other ones are just kind of painted on. Mm -hmm. Like, the human one is painted on. The elemental ones are actually worked in different colored jewels, kind of. Cool. And then... Shows you how much they care about the humans. (laughs) Just... 
painted on. Humans are not permanent. And they take you and Katari to the, the human section at the moment. And they take Archie to the android section. Well, I'm here to find out how to heal the whatever's wrong with Katari. Okay. So if I run across it again, I can take care of it. Okay. And I'm explaining this as we as sure. going along. All right. Uh, they ask you to scrub up. All right. Change into a surgical gown. Not gowns. Uh, scrubs. On it. That way you're not walking around with your butt hanging out. <laughs> it sure makes surgery a lot more interesting. <laughs> anyway, they take Katari in to an operating theater. And you've seen one of these before. Yeah. Yes. I've worked in one of these before. Go ahead and roll me medicine. Yeah. 18. Okay. You can tell that this situation is very serious. They're doing a lot of diagnostics. You know, you're medically sensing things out. And you can tell, like, they stop and they're like, all right, get her into quarantine. I go over and grab a quarantine mask. and They all put on some more protective clothing. They wheel her out into an isolation room. And they say, we, we need to go ahead and check you. Okay. Check me for what? To see if you're infected. So they take you and they put you into an isolation room as well. Okay. Does that mean they're going to track down, like, all the elementals in our group and check them? They should. They should. (laughs) They should. So who's next? I'm I'm willing to go next, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to our quarters. Okay. It seems to be rather spacious, rather airy. Are we all in one big room, or do we each have our own separate rooms? You have alcoves. Okay. With curtains to, for privacy. Inside like a bunker room or something like that? Yeah. Circles are a big design feature for them. A lot of the rooms are circular uh, with like high arches. There's no real doors, but when you can control the heat with thermal venting and lava flows, there's no real reason to, to worry about things getting too cold. Typically there's like a, like a rattan that you can pull down and drop when there's rain help keep the weather out but other than that you know there's there's not much there and each of the that's kind of what it has for each of the rooms like a roll-up type of deal it's all built out of like stucco mm-hmm. like it's very earthy um you could tell that probably earth elementals help form the walls and shape things each alcove comes with a desk comes with a uh chest of drawers that have been built into the wall, like kind of formed out out of the wall, so you can't move it around or anything like that. And then there's also like a niche where the where the bedding is. Okay. And instead of pillows, they have like headrests that are like arches that are There's no pillows. Correct. Padded arch? Yeah. yeah so, it's like, so it's padded. Yeah. But it's like it's like he's reading my mind to see what I want to do and throwing wrenches at it. <laughs> Nothing I can hide under the bed. <laughs> I can't move the dressers around. I can't smother people. Damn. And they will let you choose whichever 
alcove you would like to set up in as your own little... I call top bone. <laughs> yeah, so Sam's going to pick an alcove. I pick one for each of us that's not there and just put stuff in. Yeah. Write Julian yeah. on one in, on a piece of paper and plop it on the yep on the bed. How much attention is Chime paying to Sam? Not a ton. Okay. So as we're getting things kind of set up in there, Sam is going to, after, you know, Sam has uh, their alcove, is going to kind of just walk through all the other ones mm -hmm. and attempt to drop something on Julian's bed. Like a ball of paper. Okay. Go ahead and roll the sneak. Would you like to try to notice what his actions? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh gosh. I rolled a six. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I rolled a six. I rolled a five. <laughs> wow. So you high rollers here. <laughs> so you're able to do it just as you step out of the Julian labeled alcove. Chime turns around to to say something to you. Okay. So, why uh, Julian's back to a little weird since we camped yesterday. I know that there's the whole thing with Archie. Roll for shade. <laughs> oh, gosh. Five? Uh-oh. Five. Ellie. Ellie, you Your get shade. to play shade. <laughs> it's time for your evil. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's time for your fun. Shade's fun right now. Yes. I can never tell when Julian's being normal Julian and when Julian's being super suspicious paranoid Julian. He actually threatened to torture Shade. Well, I mean, if this we were back in the city, that wouldn't have surprised me. But since we've left, that doesn't seem like his personality anymore. Yeah, he's just funny right now. It's funny how you haven't gotten rid of him yet. I'm working on it. Work a little harder. Yeah, so, I don't know, he just seems a little, not his paranoid self as much as he's just acting a little different. I'll have to pay more attention. Yeah. You should ask him about it. Yeah, I should. I think, I think, I think he's been a lot more open recently, <laughs> and Sam's kind of chuckling. <laughs> he's been a lot more open with you recently. I think that uh, you should ask him about it. All right, I'll do that. So, do you want to see about see if we can kind of take a tour of the place? Yeah, let's see. Uh, bear our way up around this place. Yeah, let's find some places to kill people. Let's go, and maybe we can have some fun. Mm, fun. Yeah, it'd be nice to take a break. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been swimming. Never learned. There's a big waterfall, and it's heated. I was I was trying to think. It was like, when would there ever be the opportunity to go swimming in Pensiglia? They might have gyms and stuff. Gyms or the sewers. <laughs> sewers. <laughs> Sam hasn't always been in Consiglio. Well, yeah. Um, probably <laughs> swimming would be a... People actually do that? Like, like, <laughs> like getting in, in the water. <laughs> Julian, yeah. that's, that's something Julian would probably be like, why? Why would you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah never learn how to swim. No. It's easy. Let's, uh, let's see what we can find. Okay. All right, so Archie has been wheeled 
into the droid bay. They plug Archie in and start running diagnostics. Archie, you become aware. You feel different. Aware, not awake. Aware. Aware. At the moment, you are only programming. Archie thinks to himself, this feels familiar. When was the last time you did a file refresh? Comes across your consciousness. Feels like a couple months ago. I had two very close together as from what I can remember. So you haven't had a file refresh since you left on your on your mission? Correct. We're going to go ahead and deinstall this boot. Wipe and reinstall. We're going to try and isolate the files that are corrupted and hopefully you won't have any memory loss. Keep it around. Oh. <laughs> there goes the dogs. Go ahead and make me a repair roll. Three. You start to feel numbers go by. You start to feel information offloading. And then all of a sudden it stops. And that one tenuous thread that you had connecting you seems to explode. And you can all of a sudden you find out that you have access to microphones. And you can start hearing what's around you. And you hear it's spreading, it's duplicating, unplug it, unplug. And all of a sudden, it feels like you can see multitudes of Archie, but you feel yourself separating. (laughs) Aaron just handed Ellie a new character sheet. And we're going to go ahead and end the episode there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bumpers Theater. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.